0: Turkey time,
1: huh? I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent to the blood bank. No, no, Mr. Stay, Mr. Call things
0: must be weird. Not having anybody come on. Welcome back, folks. This is episode 42 of the Rotten Reviews podcast, where we watch movies on Netflix, rated uh, 50% or less on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, normally, I'm joined by two co-hosts, uh, but unfortunately, we lost Luke because he is currently living in the Dark Ages. So it's just me
1: and uh, and Chris uh, this week. Chris, what's up, man? How is it going? Good, good. You know, it's funny. I uh, I put up this option of us... Doing it just you and I, because I remember back when I was on vacation, all the way last September, and you wow. know, there was a very famous episode where you and Luke did a solo mission, and um, it wasn't quite as good as the trio. But uh, hopefully, you and I can give a, a much better performance here. And uh, shout out to Luke, you know he the guy got in a new apartment, you know he's moving downtown, big things on the go, but the Wi Fi quite hasn't quite followed up with him yet oh. so uh we'll, we'll, we'll catch have... in with him next week and we'll see how he's doing and uh, get a tour you know you know i i just have my fingers crossed that this week
0: uh this episode this this duo episode that we had that we have right now is gonna go longer than nine second average which is the average of the episode that me and luke did so that's it's it's
1: it's not a very high bar i think we could do it you know To be honest, now that I'm thinking back, I don't know if I actually finished that episode. I listened to the majority of it, but I think it was a longer one. You guys went really in depth with your analysis because it was a remake of a. It was an anime, right? And you you had some strong opinions and some strong thoughts on that one. Hey,
0: (laughs) many of those, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we got too carried away. I
0: thought it was a good episode, but hey, you know, it's all right. Luke, I got I got you. Luke, I got you.
1: You don't always score when you shoot, right, Luke? (laughs)
0: okay good so you're gonna carry the luke uh, on this i'm just gonna
1: like pretend luke's there and just talk to him and then it'll just be (laughs) silence and then you can just keep going How about that
0: (laughs) perfect perfect uh yeah i don't know man what have you been up to because like you know the weather's getting nicer it's it's pretty freaking on here you want to
1: know man alberta weather is so fucked so this weekend snow i was outside a bunch it's like 20 25 doing yard work like shorts and a tank top and then Ooh. yesterday we literally had a snow and hail storm all day no way it was thick snow like i walked bow at night and i was just getting pelted in the face i need to take my winter jacket out again nice. strap on the boots it was wild and it's still kind of cold today most of the snow melted but it's just it's just weird man it's just weird
0: well, you're wearing a sweater, and I'm freaking out. I'm literally dying of heat right now. I'm wearing a tank top, and
1: I've my- got a nice little. The windows cracked. You got that nice cool breeze coming in, but that's that's just an Alberta thing. I don't remember it being that uh, dramatic back home, but I don't know. Here we are. We're almost thirty, and we're talking about the weather, man. That's. <laughs> Yeah, my bone, my bones are aching. It's gonna to
0: rain tomorrow. I can tell when it's gonna rain because
1: <laughs> you know, my bones are just so sore. And oh, that to
0: that that's really wild, honestly, and that's something about like Western Western Canada that is so unique to the entire country. It's it's
1: well. Well, we have these things called chinooks. Do you know what a chinook is?
0: I'd love to know. Tell me.
1: Like when in the middle of it being really cold, like there's this warm warm air that comes over the mountains, and you can get a like a warm day right in the middle of. A period of time where it's supposed <laughs> to be cold as i'm explaining this i'm like you know i don't know the actual official explanation i just know it's like something where it's a lot warmer than it's supposed to be all
0: right listen let's table this. like that let's table this you're gonna you're gonna look it up for us on the, on the next segment all right man that's, oh,
1: that's where's crazy. luke when you need him he <laughs> always has the best words you know the best words that's best, best thoughts everything yeah. man. it's crazy it's yeah. um, creative you know <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, it's it's been hot here. It's been getting hotter. I went for a jog. I almost died. And I was realizing today, um, I, I had this thought. I was like, man, what was that? What was that run that we had to do in high school? Like the, the 12 minute run or something? Is that what it's called? Wow, that was the fucking
1: worst thing. Dude, well, that in the beep I, test. But I always found test. the 12 minute run immensely more difficult than the beep test.
0: Yes, I thought so too. And I was thinking today, I was like,
1: I cannot do the 12 minute run. What was it? It was like you had to do like six laps or something. Like, like. four or five. I get through five laps to get a hundred, I think. But I don't know why it was, it just seems so much harder than the beat test. I remember I could get a hundred on the beat test and I wasn't the most fit guy in the world, but I could, like, I was dead after the
0: 12 minute run. It's that long distance, man. Cause like the beat test is just short spurts, right? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, Bo came in there. Shake Bo, a Bo
1: bit. walked in here and was just like, dude, why are you still on your fucking computer? Let's he, go for a
0: walk. Yeah, he's ready for a walk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's, he's antsy. this guy. It's funny.
0: Yo, before we get into uh, the movie this week, I wanted to suggest something to all of our, our diehard fans out there listening to this podcast. I started watching this show on Apple TV because I got a free subscription when I got my, my new laptop. Um, if you have a chance, if you're into streaming, if you have Apple TV, For All Mankind is one of the best shows i have
1: ever seen ever if you have a chance oh, to watch mankind it. i actually haven't heard about that i feel like i'm up to date on the streaming uh era, so but...
0: ju- just like a little like synopsis here uh basically what happens is the russians land on the moon first so it's it's a, an alternative history kind of a show like
1: man in the high castle kind of thing
0: yes exactly
1: that's exactly you've seen that show chris I know of it. I tried watching it on Amazon, and I just—it's a bit I know, slow. I wasn't in the right mindset to get there. Hmm. But yeah, it is a bit slow,
0: but it's good. But anyways, yeah, same thing. So the Russians on the moon, uh, and then essentially it starts this whole like sp- it continues the space race, and the Americans are like, uh, yeah, we're like we're gonna keep going with the Apollo program, so it doesn't stop. So, Cause the Apollo program is not, it doesn't exist anymore, but this one doesn't stop. And they're like at Apollo, like 27 now. And it's like, they're going back and forth on the moon. Anyways, very cool, very
1: intense edge of the sea mm. kind of stuff. I highly recommend it. Can I, can I um, re- not rebuttal that, but oh, give me another recommendation. Can I give you another one? Absolutely. The boys. Have you watched the boys? Chris, of course I've watched the okay, boys. Okay. We talked about this maybe <laughs> through text, but we didn't talk about it in person. You've seen you're up to date all the way through to season two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I started watching that one night when Megan was working. What a show! What a fucking show that is. Yeah. Grabs you by the balls in the first episode. Basically doesn't let go the entire series. And uh, I finished season two like just the other night. Oh wow! You really, you really. I I pretty much binged it. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's just so different from. I mean, all other superhero movies and shows for sure, but like the violence, but the story, like in the writing, actually balances out the insane levels of violence in that show, and uh, highly recommend it. It it uh, meets the hype for sure.
0: Yeah, if you haven't, wa- if people listening haven't watched it, like definitely get out there. We won't spoil anything. It's it was re- it's re- it's a really good show though. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. How did you like the ending of the season two? Don't don't spoil it, but if did, did you like it, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it, it tied up season two pretty much like in the way that I thought it would. And then it gives you that little bit of, ooh, for season three mm. kind of thing. Like, what's going on there? So I think for that's all you can ask for a season finale, right? Like, to wrap up a bunch of storylines, open up some brand new ones, and then just keep going, you know? No, absolutely. Not like it, it's season finale that doesn't wrap up anything and only creates more questions. Like, fuck that, you know? You got to give totally us something. Agree
0: yeah and and honestly like i i was never a huge carl urban fan but he's fucking phenomenal
1: (laughs) in this show man is he not just basically captain jack sparrow though (laughs) (laughs) like honestly his mannerisms his yeah like like, like, his language that's totally jack sparrow he's like sort of drunk but not really yeah yeah
0: yeah he's drunk Mm -hmm. and he's like leading his crew and whatever i don't know it's good though it's so it's so vulgar and anyways uh, just watch yeah
1: it. <laughs> but like that first episode might be the best first episode of a show i've ever watched like it's it's crazy it's crazy
0: it does really hit in the face so listen let's get into this movie for this week sorry about that tangent we just had talking well, yeah, about our, we didn't talking talk about, about, about this shows.
1: delay that we just had to go oh yeah through. it's true you know, wow we just, yeah we're back on the saddle here sometimes even us professionals need a little break and we're recharged a good three-week break and uh we had Sean in the last episode and he just brought such a force that we just we needed time to come back from that. So thank you to Sean for joining us. And I don't even remember what movie we we're supposed to watch. Mike, can you help me out? So
0: I was going to say, first of all, I totally agree. Thank you, Sean. Uh, I don't think he's going to listen to this podcast so sh- unless <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unless we specifically but, tell him we gave him a shout out Yeah, and maybe, but I doubt he's <laughs> going to listen to it organically. But we'll see.
0: Um, uh, no so look i was gonna chris i was gonna i'm offering you a little olive, olive branch here right so we're supposed Ooh. to do uh we're supposed to do the outsider which is a luke pick uh so we could save that for next week i'm giving you a chance here if oh, you man. have a movie off the top of oh, your head i'm
1: letting you do this is... i'm letting you do this choose the movie for this week. oh it's my god just, is cool. howard the duck still on netflix because i know netflix movies change so quickly oh man i'm but... gonna say
0: it's not there anymore but I'll be give honest. Me, um,
1: give me a little quick
0: uh No no no. I was I was worried you would do this. I want you to this this is like a quick one for you.
1: Oh man, it's not there anymore. But that's that's what I wanted. Oh fuck. It's not there anymore, man. Oh fuck. Shit. <laughs> Mike, you're putting me on the spot. You know how hard that is, man. Let's do uh let's do Waterworld. I'm in. You're in?
0: Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm into do Waterworld. That okay. was actually, I actually thought you would say that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's it. just,
1: it's a famous one. I like the retro picks. That's kind of my style. And I've just heard so much about this and the colossal failure and colossal loss of money that was incurred because of this movie. And I'm just, it's a famous one, but not for really good reasons, you know, like infamous maybe as they call it. But, I guess uh, so
0: I'll be honest, man. I've seen this movie too many times for a bad movie this was a movie that my dad really liked and i just always watched it oh so i'm excited to review it though uh on a more critical um, yeah you're gonna watch it with a different eye yeah exactly
1: okay well let's get this all right let's get this trailer going the future the polar ice caps have melted and the earth lies beneath a watery grave. Those who survived have adapted to a new world.
0: What did you see out there in the 15 Lunars? Such as an end, an end to all this water.
1: You're asking the wrong person. Pure dirt. So what's the work? We trading or not? And the human dream is the search. For a mystical place called Dry Land. It doesn't exist. How can you be sure? Because I sailed farther than most have dreamed. I've never seen it. This place,
0: this whole way of living—it's ending. Straight line leading directly, directly to Dry Land. Dry Land is not just our destination. But
1: it is our destiny! Universal Pictures presents A world unlike any you have ever seen. Hostner, Dennis Hopper, Gene Triplehorn, Water World.
0: I mean, man. The movie, this movie, I'm so excited. That just brought so many memories back. Like watching wow. this in my basement, it was, it's so great. It's such a bizarre movie, and I'm pretty sure was he just selling dirt to that guy when he first gets in there in the trailer?
1: I, he was I, selling dirt because it's such a hot commodity. Because I guess but they what are you water. selling the dirt for? What? what how does that fetch you any gonna, money? They're gonna plant. They're gonna plant some herbs. You know. Um. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. I am intrigued. I think it's. I think it's like it's a unique setting but the story is going to be pretty much the same like you know one guy trying to save the population evil leader who's trying to take them and control Mm -hmm. the population for whatever he wants this epic struggle between uh you know evil and what's the other one evil and not evil not evil (laughs) happy happiness Uh, there's a word there isn't there that i'm missing but i don't know man Uh, anyways i I'm intrigued, I'm going into it optimistically. I did like the uh, beginning of the movie where they basically say the ice caps have melted and all the ground's underwater. How relevant is that these days? You know, It's basically our this future. Movie, this movie was made, what, 25 years ago? I think it said 95. 95, yeah. And they, they knew what our current troubles would be. So, I mean, there you go. Man, it, yeah, yeah I, absolutely. This is a prediction movie, right? Uh, what's it called? apocalyptic movie.
0: Anyways, I don't know. I am excited I, again like I said. Movie. Yeah. I, I just I anyway, I like Kevin Costner. I think he's fun. You know, it's going to it's going to be a good movie. And, and like it's not a bad cast, right? Like your three main actors, Kevin Costner, Dennis, Dennis Hopper, Hopper, and Gene Triplehorn are all like relatively well-known movie actors, right? So You know
1: who Gene Triplehorn is? Well, I have to look her up. She's very recognizable though. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never heard that name before. I've seen her oh, in many okay. movies you have
0: uh that could just be me making something up yeah definitely. are you thinking
1: of shelley duvall
0: or what i don't know man oh no she's in criminal minds that's how i know her okay
1: she's one of the main people i guess so or is she like a villain i don't know man she's no, in criminal no, She's minds. a villain let's let's i don't just, recognize it. i watch so it. many criminal minds she's like, in there for she's
0: in there for three years
1: okay wow. <laughs> We need to do some uh, some back checking. On we this. we got some um, research to do here. Yeah, Anyways, we
0: got some homework. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. I can't wait to to see your reaction to this movie because this is one of my
1: this is a childhood favorite. I think honestly. So you're not given the zero percent, maybe not.
0: Okay. Oh, and on that note, by the way, the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes rating for this was 47 percent with 60 reviews.
1: Mm, that's actually bad. higher than this I is... I thought it would be like a between zero and ten.
0: This, this is on the edge so we'll
1: see okay anyways oh, like we'll, uh, i'm excited we'll be back shortly for the review and uh, now that luke's not here we can finally say that wwe is in fact superior to ufc thanks luke
0: we're back folks we just finished watching water world and uh I mean, it's been so long, man, since I watched this and there were a lot of parts that I completely forgot, even though this is <laughs> something that I've watched many times when I was younger, but I don't think I realized maybe because I was, I was so young when I was watching it, but this felt to me like a total ripoff of Mad Max, just on the water. <laughs> like that's literally what it was. I, I don't know. I don't know what you thought of it, but I mean, it was still entertaining. Just felt like a total ripoff.
1: I mean, yeah, it was steampunk on water, but um, I thought it was enough of a difference for it to stand alone. I, I didn't, I, I mean, I definitely had Mad Max vibes while I was watching it, but it wasn't like, oh man, this is like a direct carbon copy. It tried to do its own thing. It was interesting, unique as fuck. Like, you know, and the ambitiousness of the producers and directors, like, you gotta applaud these guys, man, because. went all out and I was looking at the design of some of the ships and Mm -hmm. like all the gears and how the sails worked I'm like man that looks fucking complicated and they did all of that while making it look like they filmed it in the middle of the ocean like that yeah it was fucking impressive yeah
0: yeah it it was and I I have to admit I I was going to bring that up too I think that like we don't we don't actually talk about it enough. I know that you you often bring it up, but costume design, set design. I thought that was actually actually like it was pretty good. I, I think like the costume design was interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know? the interesting band of random characters and all that kind of stuff. Like it was. I I find often when we review movies or when I watch movies for the podcast, I kind of just have them going on in the background because often they're so shit that you can just kind of. Put your phone playing on the counter have some earbuds in and then just you know like wash dishes or something which i tried to do for this one and then i actually couldn't i actually had to stop i had to put the pan down and put the the soapy rag down put that shit down and and actually watch it <laughs> and uh it it hooked me in so hook pun fishing water,
0: oh right? wow zing right on my head no
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but i I did love the opening scene of him like pissing and then drinking it again (laughs) yeah yeah i thought that was like setting me up for like oh my god this movie is gonna be so bad that well it it puts you in the scene so so i
0: mean for the listeners who haven't had a chance to watch it yet i mean long story short the polar ice caps melt and the world is submerged in water uh and you know You've got Kevin Costner, this, like, rogue mariner who, uh, mariner. That's it. you know, and and, he, uh, and then you have all these, like, uh, water communities, and then you have the smokers uh, who are a, a band of... The villains. Uh, the villains, yeah. They're just a bunch of yeah. assholes. Well, clearly,
1: because uh, they smoke, so they're de yeah, the facto the villains. It's so funny. It's, it's, like, an environmental movie about, like, the melting polar ice caps. Like, clearly, like, left versus right. Like, very apropos for for the current time, you know?
0: I, You know, there's definitely... I don't know if any of your your quote-unquote research uh, found any results (laughs) on this end, but, like, was it supposed to be this, like, big message on, like, you know, our environmental state right now? Because it did feel like that in certain parts, for sure. I think it
1: was definitely, like, a leftist movie, for sure. I saw uh, some of the reviews I read, it was, like, the whole environmentalism thing was little heavy-handed it was very obvious and not subtle at all like one of the things that i found which i thought was interesting i don't know if you picked up on it which i definitely didn't but like the the tanker that the smokers call their main yeah, ship
0: it was the exxon uh, valdez yeah, Exxon Valdez.
1: Yeah, like they go i
0: so when it went down okay well we're, we're just jumping to the end at this point yeah, but well, it's when <laughs> when when the smokers uh uh what would you call it their headquarters i guess tanker uh, their tank their tanker ship like uh, sinks you see the exxon valdez oh sign there's a logo? There's, oh, a logo there's a logo i didn't see when it's it. when it's sinking to the bottom i saw that oh, and i was okay. like exxon valdez so i looked it up and it was the oil spill like Second 1989 biggest oil spill like, of all
1: time yeah
0: so that was definitely a heavy-handed message <laughs> towards... well, and it was like the
1: smokers you know like all oh, the the oil guys are like the bad smoker, motorcycle, yeah. guns, and it was it, that part was a bit like, okay, I get it, they're the villains. Yeah, like, is there anything else you want to make them, like? <laughs> but I did really enjoy the first major battle scene. So our boy Kevin Costner, he gets what was his well, name? He stops in, I think it's just the oh, Mariners. it's just Mariner. Wikipedia, it's yeah. just had him as the Mariner, oh, which okay. oh yeah, and then you find out he's a fucking mutant yeah 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 well continue to explain your your scene here first and then you can talk about it well then because he he goes in to do some trading they find out he's a mutant they don't want to let him go but then this like little village or what they call it a toll or something like that
0: oh yeah Uh, it's attacked
1: by the smoke and they just have unlimited ammo and guns which was like wow that's i feel like that would be a resource that would go pretty quick yeah, right. You I, know, like, it, unless they somehow made their own bullets, I don't know. But that well, was—it's um it's so interesting. Like, okay, so
0: we'll we'll talk about this part first, and then we'll get into you know my my crazy world building shit because it doesn't. <laughs> a lot of things didn't make sense, but no, um, no I don't. you know that. Okay, the scene where they're where the smokers are infiltrating Atoll. It, I feel like we're not saying it right, but anyway, when yeah, they're infiltrating a different name, this like community right. on the water. I was on the floor. Like I might as well have been on the floor dying of laughter because when those fucking guys on their water skis fly into the fucking community, I was like, "What? How did that even happen? Where did they come from?" You
1: notice? Okay, I literally thought they show the water skiers just like flying
0: water skiing the entire time. They show the
1: water skiers like fly over the ramp and go over, and then they show the jet ski guys go over, but then they don't show them actually (laughs) go over the top because it's impossible that they would make it. Like a bit. I,
0: I thought that was so absurd man oh, I mean you already man. had bullets like why do you even have to do that whatever it, Oh man. I, anyways. yeah that
1: was there's the whole like thing where I talk about movies and it's like that would never happen like there's so many things in this movie that don't make any logical sense about yeah. resources and the classic post-apocalyptic thing where it's like how does everyone still have teeth when their teeth have like <laughs> rotted away you know well, even the, the um, deacon had
0: like a perfect set of teeth. Yeah, man. and I, I was like, like this guy's pres- a
1: smoker. I was gonna smoker. say, presumably he's
0: a chain smoker. I mean, <laughs> I you know, like-
1: <laughs> but like you know, one thing I did find a bit, yeah, the mutant thing was a bit like really because then they just needed some kind of plot device so that he could swim underwater for long periods of time. That was that was and it. Like, right? Save himself, yeah. You know, like there was no, they didn't dive into that at all. It was just like, no, he's a mutant. It's like, okay, so it was a sci-fi. Or is it actually just like our, it's supposed to be our world, but then I don't know how many years in the future. doesn't really, does it say like, well, they said, so I was going to ask you this because I didn't see any sort of
0: like, this is when the world went to shit. Yeah, But one of the, the like crazy dude, Gregor, he was like, uh, yeah. Like our ancestors from like hundreds of years ago. So I was like, fuck, they've been above water like this, like for like hundreds of years. Like this is how they've been surviving that, and so then this is my world stuff that bothers me because the smokers had what? How much? How much oil did they have, or how much gasoline did they have? Do, like for hundreds yeah. of years, they were able to just like go around with this gasoline. I don't know how that works. I mean, I guess the Exxon Exxon tanker has a lot
1: of shit in it. I don't know. Um, like he said, they they were down to a quarter or whatever, but. Yeah, it was, I mean, part of me didn't even want to think about those things because there were just so many that would hurt a lot. And it just wasn't even worth trying to, like, figure all those out. But he's a mutant. Okay, fine. So he that's how he survived for a long time. That's That's all good. Sweet. But then, of course, you know, he runs into the damsel in distress and the young child, you know. Like, there's so many movies that do that where it's, like, the hardened – person the lone wolf who doesn't have to take care of anybody and he gets softened up by a child and uh, a random woman that he met but I did like that he actually like chucked the kid over the yeah. edge. I was like, damn, shut up, stop okay, so talking. He, he is a piece of shit. The fuck?
0: No, and, and I, I I do think that that was like a 90s thing, 100%. A lot of those action movies are like so similar in the in like so many of the same beats. Like you said, Damsel in the Stretch kids, kid, like you know, they basically like change his mood because he's this like disgruntled mariner yeah. who doesn't like talking to people. He likes to be by himself. Tell you guys. Yeah. You know?
1: Don't fucking oh, man. Do it. i don't know uh, like and and did you buy into his character like did you did you dig him or were you like no see a...
0: so the thing is like I, I still enjoyed it like like i said this is a movie i grew up with and i thought it was yeah, yeah. i always found it fun and uh it was just like you said it's so different from things that you've seen and like you're kind of like when you think of the world of like holy shit man like the world's been submerged in water like that would be really fucked up so i find that really interesting but that being said, watching this now for the first time in so many years, I couldn't get the whole Mad Max thing out of my head. So I really thought he was going for that Mad Max vibe where he doesn't really talk. He sort of just grunts and he's not really like, you know, like he's not a very vocal guy. And I think he was trying to hit those beats and I just didn't buy it with Kevin Costner. That's my, <laughs> that's my thing. I don't know how you felt about that.
1: Yeah, I was kind of on the fence about him in general, but I mean... Like he did, he did a fine job. I just found his turn to, from like hardened lone wolf guy to like, oh, I love this kid was pretty quick. And he went from throwing her over the edge to like teaching her how to swim in the next scene. You know. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting watching older movies. You know, nowadays with like representation, all this kind of stuff. It's interesting watching older movies and how they like play certain characters. You know, like the woman right away like she has to beg for her life and then she like offers some offers sex right text. away yeah. it's like ah, oh, like you know like i, I mean I, I probably would happen i guess it's like apocalypse like you have to do anything to survive but it was just like and then there was the other scene with the other guy who like boards them and then like wants to bang both both of them and it's like anyway. yeah
0: kim Coates again i know <laughs> another yeah, movie, what other kim movie was
1: he in he was in another one we did right He was in like the last one we did. Was he? Which one was that?
0: With Sean, I think. I don't know. What what did we do with Sean? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we're bad with this, eh? We don't remember all the movies. It's
1: been three weeks. Everyone give us a little slack, you know. Was he in a wake or was it true memoirs? I want to say true memoirs because he was the um, fake president. Remember?
0: Yes, it was true memoirs. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it was uh, just yeah, weird. No,
0: I, I didn't even realize he was in the movie. I only read off the first like oh, three names, and I was like, "Oh, yeah.
1: Kim." Cups. Also, right. uh, there is a huge cameo in this of a Who? super well-known actor. Did you? But he's only in the movie for one scene. Well, did you, did you get it? I really? don't think so. No, I only got it once. I looked at Wikipedia, and Who I saw it? his name. He's the uh, the pilot when they're trying to shoot down the boat. Yeah. Think. No, no, yeah, I I can't yeah. think who it is. You want was, me to tell you? I would love you to tell me. Don't keep me okay. in suspense. It's uh, <laughs> it was Jack Black, man. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> the <laughs> most random thing? <laughs> I saw Jack Black. I'm like, what the fuck? No fucking way. I thought back. I'm like, oh yeah, it was kind of like a pudgy dude flying the plane. That's there. so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so weird. Was not, was he... I said '80s in the intro. This is '95. '95. Apologies yeah. to the fans for. I steered you in the wrong direction um but I guess he wasn't really popular in 95 like what was his breakout movie School of Rock was that his breakout
0: I feel like or he did before that? what was the one where it's him like he has to I don't know he like dates uh he dates like a larger Shao woman Hao. yes exactly Shao was Hao. that his first yeah, one yeah
1: I feel like that might have been his first one. I feel like to get a movie like that, you probably have to have done something before. Was he the Tenacious D? But I think that was after he was popular. I feel like it's after. Yeah, I can't believe he that. had
0: a. I had. I can't believe he had a cameo in that. That's really really funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's right here. Waterworld. I mean, he was doing yeah. it. It looks here like he was doing things for a pretty long time before his Waterworld appearance, but it was all like just random TV things. It wasn't. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. This was before Shallow House. So yeah, this was just him like getting an opportunity. I guess I his know. name out there. Yeah, every, exactly. Every, every actor has to a grind. actor. You know? That's so funny. So irrelevant too, but like cool. <laughs> like, why was he in this movie? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, was there anything else that you read? Because uh, I haven't done any research on this movie. Yeah. Like, so
1: it was funny when this so the big thing about this movie was budget, and it had a hundred million dollar budget, and then it ended up being like 135 or 140 million budget and so the before it even got released the studio was like freaking out at how much it cost okay so i think everyone looked at it like in a negative light because it was already like too expensive so people just assumed it was one of those like shitty movies where kevin costner kind of like came in and tried to control everything in terms of his character and stuff and apparently the the director like quit right before it got released or some oh, crazy shit. shit like okay i guess costner is this crazy fucking dude that just command like does whatever he wants on set and like he did a bunch of rewrites that was like non-negotiable kind of thing oh wow okay, so okay. i think he was a huge prick on set and then it cost way too much but then when it got released it got it was very much like the 47 on Run tomatoes is pretty accurate it seemed like there weren't. There were probably more negative reviews than positive, but overall, people were like, "Damn, like these guys shot for the fucking moon." You know, they didn't quite get to the moon, but <laughs> they got on the stars, man. But, but you shoot for the moon, <laughs> you land on the stars, that, man. But it's so
0: interesting, right? I didn't, I didn't like. So I didn't know any of that stuff. Obviously, like I didn't know. I didn't know Kevin Costner was tough to work with. Maybe he was like in '95, but like, you know, it's. I'm just reading on Rotten Tomatoes here. It was. got it it amassed 88 million dollars in the box office in the usa so if it cost them 135 million dollars in 95 to make that movie like it was the most
1: expensive movie ever when it was made which of course that makes sense right like okay so no wonder no wonder it has so much hype
0: yeah how they
1: film this is i don't even know where to begin with how they would achieve it you know what i mean like and they were i was reading about like they just filmed on some huge mega water i don't know if it was like a tank or if it was like maybe just offshore or something because they were saying that spielberg told them don't film in open water because apparently jaws was a huge bitch to film because they tried doing it in open water so there's yeah. your fun fact when you start your your first uh feature film mike don't don't film like in the middle of the lake, you know, <laughs> Just go to okay. a studio. It's interesting. <laughs>
0: that, that, that is really interesting though. Cause I, I thought those scenes were, a lot of that stuff was really cool. Like they, it looks like they're in yeah. literally the open ocean. So like a lot of those scenes too, where like the camera is like flying into Kevin Costner's face and like panning around the ocean. You're like, wow, this is, it's, it's, it gives you a sense of like, shit, man, they're all alone right now. Like in the world, they're all alone in the open ocean, which is fucking scary
1: i never got the sense that it was like really bad green screen or anything like that probably they didn't have much
0: i was gonna say when they went underwater when he took her to like the old cities underwater i was like well that looks a little weird but i mean it's hard (laughs) to do
1: so (laughs) also i love that when she's like but i can't breathe like you he's like i'll breathe for both of us and i'm like what the fuck and they just make out in the water i'm like oh that's
0: and then they make sweet, <laughs> sweet love on a burning catamaran. Okay, oh,
1: that was something I had to point out because <laughs> the whole movie I wasn't sure if this chick was her daughter, and then when she refers to her as Helen, I'm like, hmm, maybe yeah. it's not her daughter. Uh, I didn't,
0: or it's I didn't one of those like dynamics where their kids call their parents by their, yeah, first name. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: It's like, and I thought he was gonna call her up like, did you just call your mom by your first name? <laughs> but that didn't happen. But okay, so this chick, the the kid gets kidnapped, and then they bang. <laughs> <Right>? immediately, basically. Can <laughs> they come up from the water? Well, she's, she's like, "We're gonna sad. die," <laughs> and then, and then they just like that's the moment where they're like, "You know what? This is, this is what we need to do right now." And it's just interesting, you know. Maybe think of that scene in Game of Thrones where tommen dies and then cersei and oh. jamie just bang like right the top on of his, his corpse oh like, god brutal oh, jesus no it, it's absolutely so, true water world's way ahead of its time yeah I it was his, uh, that
0: that's where that's where george r got his uh inspiration probably most likely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i you know so okay so getting on to the talking about the smokers Right, anyways, that's what they're called, the smokers. Yes. I don't know why I keep second guessing myself. But oh, the deacon confident, man, you got it. The deacon. <laughs> so there's that scene where the deacon gets his eye like replaced. I actually thought that was hilarious. I was fucking dying. Where they he was like, This looks like fucking shit. And I'm like, Yeah, it does look <laughs> like shit. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, you know, it is funny when these movies have like he's sort of like a bumbling idiot boss, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I find yeah. that I find that so fucking funny. Like, that this guy is, like, presumably leading this, like, massive army, but he's also a complete buffoon. I don't know. Yeah,
1: they don't try and build him up to be this, like, all-knowing, like, Thanos kind of, like... No, He knows everything that's going on, and he knows every single move. He's, like, just figuring it out as it goes along, also. Yeah, I I actually enjoyed him as the villain. He wasn't just, like, the typical... I don't know, he was unique, and Dennis Hopper, like thought his performance was actually like he was into it you know what'd you think of our girl jean man jean Triplehorn, yeah you made that big statement you just recognized (laughs) her name immediately in the intro i
0: i (laughs) i told you i had to look it up yeah i i you know i'm not even gonna bother deleting that i need to make myself look like a fool i i i'm calling myself out here i did not know she was
1: i was reading like she was there was one movie she was in that was really popular and then and she Criminal just minds, I kind of did a bunch of other stuff, and, uh, but we have to talk about the uh, because we were just talking off cast, which is when we tend to throw out our best ideas and best thoughts, but we need to do better at pulling those in, you know. So, I got confused, I'm like, did we talk about this already? I don't think we did. Um, <laughs> the, the child actress grows up to be to play the, the immortal role of Deb from I, Napoleon Dynamite.
0: So. I had absolutely no idea, it was Jess that pointed it out to me, I had no idea.
1: That's yes. a good. That's a also, good eye.
0: Like she's. She was what? Like She. She just knew that. Just, that movie? Just like without even like. No, no. Well, she was like this girl has been in something that that like I've watched, and she it was from okay. Napoleon Dynamite, and then she was also in Grey's Anatomy.
1: Oh really? Yeah, she was a doctor in Grey's Anatomy. Uh, you know I mean, it's... who who hasn't been a doctor in Grey's Anatomy? That's like the longest yeah, well, running it's show been going on for like thirty years. The planet now, so I feel like. <laughs> any kind of decent television actors probably at least made a guest appearance where they were like the dying patient that had to teach Meredith a key lesson about communication. <laughs> I love those shows. Like every episode there's a patient that draws parallels to the issues that one of the main characters is going yeah. through in their personal life. It's and always a growing like, moment for them. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the person dies and they're like, Oh, they're so sad. And the next episode it's like, Oh, man. Remember Jerry? No, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> like, I learned that uh, lesson. I'm on to the next lesson now. Boring news. <laughs> did you, uh, well, so sorry.
0: Speaking of this, of this, uh, of this kid, what was her name again? Sorry. Tina Majorino. Yeah,
1: I, uh, I yeah, really can't, name, I right?
0: really can't believe it. And honestly, like I, I would never recognize it even on, even in Napoleon Dynamite. Like good for her though. That that's a role that everyone fucking remembers. Everyone remembers that fucking movie. It was. Jess and I were just talking about this, like how crazy people went for Napoleon Dynamite when it came out. I've honestly only seen it one time. I like I thought it was funny, but I wasn't like obsessed
1: with it. You know, it'd be worth like rewatching that almost and trying to figure out like what made it so amazing. You know, it was so weird. Like it's the most bland. Movie you could ever imagine, right? Like the story is what like it's just a geek trying to. i I was I was gonna try trying to get the girl, but he doesn't even really try and get the girl. Like
0: no, exactly. He's
1: trying to what, like be cool, but he's not really trying to be cool. It's just a guy, a geek growing up. I guess is the whole story. You know? Yeah. No, exactly. But and like, then... yeah, it just resonated. I remember loving that movie, man. I, watched, I I owned it. Like, I bought the DVD. Yeah. Did it it's come just, with the shirt?
0: Yeah. it did eh? it mean, that, that
1: was another thing we were, we were just talking, about. talking yeah, about of course
0: everyone owned that shirt everyone had that <laughs> shirt
1: <laughs> oh man it was like a funny know. guy shirt you know it's like look at me I'm cultured I have a t-shirt from a popular movie
0: yeah I was just popular the cool movie. kid with uh my Pillsbury Doughboy shirt that was, that was my claim to fame in oh, high school yeah. But, yeah. uh, uh, anyways, listen. Getting back to the movie logistics, okay? Let me let me just throw something out of here. Yeah, when so, they go, when they go, fucking presumably thousands of meters underwater to go to these underwater skyscrapers, d- like is she, I? How does she survive that? Because presumably well, your ears would just, just stop just and explode, make out no? every
1: like. No, but she's years. in she's in that bubble.
0: Oh right, 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 right. You know what I'm talking about. That like contraption that he that. had for some reason because he doesn't. Need yeah, it, and I'm like, that's so... some
1: wicked engineering that he yeah, can bring exactly. that thing down that far. It doesn't. Right, like... exactly. Crusher, literally. That's
0: what I was thinking.
1: But he's a mutant. Like he, he has superpowers. Man, like anything can be explained with superpowers. It's that easy.
0: Well, so. So whatever, getting aside from, aside from the fact that that thing probably should have either popped or her ears probably should have exploded. I don't know what the fuck is the logic or what the science is underwater like that. You've gone scuba diving. Don't you have to like do a whole like Yeah, dude, I went
1: like eight meters and then I was like, yo, this is not for me. (laughs) Like Other people like, oh man, I love scuba diving. It's great. I think I just have really sensitive ears because I went skydiving the whole way down like I would swallow and I would just hear like static in my ear and it oh, hurt. So weird. I, don't, I just think scuba diving is not, not for me. Um, but okay, there's one thing I have to mention before I forget. Uh, dude, didn't you love that monster scene?
0: Well, when he's like swimming <laughs> in the water and he gets, again, <laughs> presumably eaten by a giant fish with, we yeah. see these giant teeth.
1: Unscathed. But you only Completely see it for unscathed. a second, maybe? Yep. And that was probably all the budget could afford. But I'm like, okay, sweet. Like, I want to see this fish monster thing.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Boom. Done. Dead.
0: In a second. They're eating. On the
1: barbecue. <laughs> eating him. I'm like, what? That was probably the moment where I was the most, like, upset. Because I'm like, no fucking way. He said, yo, I'm going to jump in the water, get eaten, stab him in the mouth, and then like just, that is such a risky dude there was so it's many like He te- did it every other day
0: but it's- there were exactly and there were so many teeth in that fucking fish's mouth i was like man you're not surviving that there's no way you survive that but he does and that and that goes with this whole like mythos they tried to create around kevin costler's character because when when this little girl the map gets captured by the deacon she's telling them she's like He's faster than the wind. He is like the strongest man in the world. He's going to come kill you all. You wouldn't even know if he snuck up behind you, (laughs) you know? And meanwhile, there's like a montage of him, like infiltrating this massive Exxon Valdez ship. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't realize he was this like super spy, like also. Yeah, exactly. Like I thought he was just a mariner. He would have
1: died in the first scene in that like acid if she hadn't come and unlocked it which by the way i love her i love her unlocking she literally just slams it with a knife and it just explodes don't even get me started (laughs) a guy lands on top of them
0: lands next to him and sinks like 10 minutes before his fucking giant cage sinks into that thing are you kidding me (laughs) are you kidding me and also what was that
1: i was watching that and i'm like okay there's gonna be some bullshit fucking way he survives this of course and like he's he's half in it this guy is in it for a he, second and he dies exactly this guy is like is only his head yeah. and then i love uh, like the best delivered line in the whole movie she doesn't let him out and she's like if i let you out you have to save me and uh, the kid and he's like yes sure <laughs> sure i'm like are you kidding me you're about to die you have to think about it and not great be like, delivery yes, of course like sure
0: it was great delivery and then and then you know (laughs) proceeds to basically like fucking abuse these two people in his catamaran later on so it it is pretty funny but uh, i mean anyways also a totally 90s thing the the deacon just drops the r word pretty hard on that exxon valdez ship too later on if you know what i'm talking about
1: (laughs) yeah i noticed that yeah
0: that really that really stuck out but uh Listen, another... Uh, sorry, and then now another thing, too. When when he's doing all this crazy assassin spy murdering every single person on ship by himself, um, when everything's, like, going to shits, when he basically throws the thing into the... Uh, when he throws a flare into the oil and it explodes and whatever, he... Uh, him and that guy at the beginning there who had a dust-up there,
1: right? For a second, I thought that guy was Willem Dafoe. And... I don't it's know. Who, I don't even know who it's it not. is, but I I totally thought it was. Anyways, times, when but, yeah,
0: when, what was his name? Nord. Anyways, when he no. pops out of the when,
1: he,
0: okay, when the deacon has the kid going onto the going onto the plane, and the guy pops out with a shotgun, <laughs> and I, so here here's my here's my first fucking trope alert moment of <laughs> this entire podcast that I have never done this before, but this is it. Trope alert. He pops out with a gun, tells him he's got this. Is it? He's gonna kill him boom no bullets obviously Ob- i was like obviously that gun is empty such Shock a cheap way head. of um, having
1: him survive you yeah. know it's like oh sorry the gun jammed it's like really man yeah really? A- at that fucking moment that had to happen come on give me a break hey, oh man and you just i'm going to you're at the end i'm going to jump back to the that beginning one thing this movie did really well the battle scenes they were they were legit there's a lot of fucking explosions yeah. in this movie like anything Touched, and it exploded. It didn't even matter. There's one explosion, the last explosion, where the three uh, jet skis collide, and they just immediately explode. I literally laughed out loud. That was that part. That was, that was the that ending. That made me laugh, dude. So that was the hard. ending.
0: I noted because I thought it was such a it was such a shit way to kill the Deacon. Are you kidding, man? That's how also you, like though that's how, he, how dies. They,
1: he like they were in the thing, and then the kid. They actually got the kid again. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." I wasn't expecting that, so that was cool. Um, but the way he like slingshot himself down, to yeah, get he, bun- it.
0: he bungee jumps. Yeah, like, all right, a bungee jumps. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's like, <laughs> tie it off, and it's it's going, and they're like, tie it off. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll just tie a perfect knot right now." Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like man There's no fucking way I could tie a knot that strong in five seconds. Forget it.
0: Yeah, you know that wasn't a sailor's knot. Come on, she didn't know what she mm-hmm. was doing yeah that that scene was just hilarious man obviously and then it, you have all like the faces and you're like oh no oh no and then it's just a yeah. giant explosion but yeah. i don't know man yeah. uh, the other fight scenes were pretty they were it was still entertaining like i feel like i feel like i'm like ripping on it just because it is so absurd and like illogical so many of the moments and like so many of like the just the world stuff just makes no no sense but overall it is entertaining like you could yeah, watch this i just like how we
1: how he got out of the first battle. He like shot the boat and then turned it so that the guy just shot his own boat, which I thought that was a bit ridiculous. Yeah. like The guy wouldn't have noticed that he was like turning. I don't don't know. know. I I thought that was a bit like, he was I guess so like the crazy shooting. he's <laughs> the crazy uh guy with the mask and that kind of looked like a pig helmet or something. Did I did you notice that? Yeah,
0: it, it looked like a pig helmet. But again, yeah. shades yeah. of Mad Max. I like I don't even know is there there must be some kind of Mad Max link to this like anyways, It's in the same universe or something like that? Well, that did Mad when did when did Mad Max come out? I was I actually meant to look that up. Because I feel like the movie this, like
1: there's a few things it could have done more of to be more interesting, I could have actually explained like how, like the history, and like and like how the the polarized caps melted, and and all that kind of stuff. They kind of just left that there, and then they throw the mutant thing out there, and they just leave it there because it's, just, it's just a setup for a bunch of action sequences Dude, that's you, really you, all it's about
0: exactly and you really nailed, nailed it on that because i i was trying to think too i'm like there's no other mutants like we don't meet any other mutants <laughs> yeah. so like literally it was only to further the plot in that sense because he was able to show us the underwater city he was able like you know what i mean he was able to yeah. save the girl uh you know uh gene triple horn like so i i think that's all it served that was the only purpose it served like yeah it was literally no point
1: it's like they came up with it. Like it was one of the last things they thought of. And they like, oh shit, just make him a mutant. And then all these other things make sense, you know?
0: And also like- it's Something that Kevin I,
1: Costner wanted to make himself look extra badass. You know? I,
0: I wonder, right? But like, cause like yeah. also how would that even happen? And like, I, I don't know, evolution. Well, I guess
1: they assume it's like, oh, it's been 500 years and over time someone had sex with a fish. And... <laughs> <laughs> it just has It didn't make me think enough. of, uh, very relevant because I think we talked about the boys in the intro. That made me think of the oh, deep quite a bit. You the know. deep, <laughs> man. That that scene where he like talks to his gills is yeah. one of the most fucked up. It's scenes in that show, and that's very, saying a, a lot.
0: A very uncomfortable scene, and it's boys by
1: Patton Oswald. <laughs> like, yeah, <it's> so <laughs> random. So, all all guest appearances is like. Sorry, right, I'm getting off track here. No, that's no, it's okay. okay. I, I did want to talk
0: about the ending. Now we we've we've I think we've talked okay. a lot about the movie. Now they find. Like, they like. find land. And so this is this is where I was, like, scratching my head. Because I'm like, you've been living out there for 200 years. No one was able to find this. No one was able to find that. Like, I think it's a little bit crazy.
1: Well, it's also weird because, so the the girl, Enola. Enola. Interesting name, like Anola Holmes. Is- yeah. Apparently, a really good movie that just came out. Sequel's coming out too.
0: I liked it. It was good.
1: Um, so she is the daughter of those two people who we find dead, right? The two skeletons. And so, but that means like she's what, like seven? I'm I'm guessing, yeah, around that. So how, like,
0: what happened there? Well, so so this. You is know it, what I mean? Right? Like how how did her parents get her to that? floating
1: community in the middle of fucking nowhere and then go back to their hut and lie together and die together so they just like ship their kid out and said oh this is the last chance for humanity let's go back to the hut and die but then if she's only seven that means they've been lying there for seven years would do bodies decompose after seven years to pure bone i don't know i don't know this is a question we need answered, man. I was just talking, and then this this question popped up in my head. No, as that
0: that ending really was like, what the fuck? Because like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man. So they just like, what did they like push her out into the ocean and just like hope for the best, basically? Like, I thought that they—that's a little ridiculous. Bodies
1: had been lying there for hundreds of years. That's what I, my first thought. You know.
0: But then she. But said you she's
1: know, old. so I I found out Wikipedia apparently where they landed was, was supposed to be Mount Everest. Did you catch that? No, I didn't think I didn't catch that. Yeah. That's that's oh. that because you know, highest point in the world. Okay. Um Yeah. That was the, the thing. So I was like, well, I'll give him another 10, 20 years and then that community oh. will be dead. And so. all right.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, whatever, yeah. I guess. They, and then he
1: gets there and then, and then he, he leaves. He has to leave them because he's, he's a drifter. You know, they can't stay in one place. They got to keep moving, you know?
0: Well, I thought, you know, I, I figured I was like, this dude is, this dude has gills, like, just
1: what you gonna do on land? Like, you're, you're basically a fish. So, <laughs> this movie made me think a lot of uh, the Bad Batch, and it makes me think that maybe the Bad Batch wasn't quite as unique and earth shattering as I thought it was because it's basically the exact same story, isn't it? Uh, like, is it, I guess so. Uh, yeah, Jason Momoa is the murderer, crazy guy. Yeah, drifter. He's not not in the settlement he's just moving around and then he meets this uh, woman and a kid and he becomes humanized and oh, kind of yeah, eh? does everything he can to save them yeah chris and that storyline is not unique Yeah. <laughs> but at the end but it, at the end you know i think where i said like it doesn't make any sense that jason momoa's character would want to take them on because they were just like added resource hmm. and that's what they did in this movie costner's like well why would i stay with you guys it doesn't make sense i'm gonna peace out and i'm like fuck waterworld man they knew their shit you know (laughs) that actually kind of made sense like why would he stay there you know yeah so i don't know bad batch. it might be a retroactive reduction in my score it's um i'm seeing Uh, kevin costner had these ideas way before i don't remember the the director's name but our boy kev if you want to come on the podcast kev uh we're here for you yeah we should review dances with wolves next i heard that's a really good one
0: i heard it's terrible we should definitely watch it anyways with that being said final review time chris what did and you think of this we movie
1: carried an episode without luke this was I tough um I, I always need luke to like tell me my thoughts are not good and um, <laughs> to scream at me when he has like five trope alerts but uh, i missed that and we just had a uh we had a we were missing a presence here so we look forward to having luke back i heard he finally got wi-fi so he's re-entered the uh, modern age but uh overall i was i was entertained with this it was unique and different and um it was super ambitious and the characters weren't the most unique but they weren't the most boring either like The storyline was fine it was solid like i would recommend anyone who hasn't seen this to go watch it i don't think it's the bomb that i always thought it was i always had this notion it was like a piece of shit and it cost a lot of money it was absolute garbage but i actually think like it was worth it it's a cult classic now right so i'm gonna give this a 60 i think it's um it's solid you'll probably at least laugh even if you laugh at him drinking his own piss in the first scene, like you'll probably be entertained, you know? So. I agree.
0: I, I totally agree with you. I was, I was actually going to lean towards something in the thirties, but I think I'm going to go with like a good, I'm going to give it like a 53%, just over 50. Ooh, I nice. think it just, I think nice. it deserves it. Honestly, it's not, it's not a terrible, you know what? It's not a great movie. Uh, it's not a terrible movie. Uh, it's right in the middle. Like, I really don't know what else to say. It was like a mid nineties action movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you, honestly, for anyone just kind of like curious about it, you should just watch it. Cause like Chris, like, like you were saying, this movie had one of the biggest budgets at the time. So if anything, go watch, like what happened, <laughs> go, go see <laughs> what the money was put into. See
1: what all the hype's about. Yeah. You
0: know, I'm wondering anyways, I wonder what things were cut out because clearly there was a lot of money put into this. And like you said, this, who knows? Maybe there was a bigger fish scene and we just never got yeah, it. So maybe. It. <laughs> They're
1: like, no, we have to have the fish. We made this like million dollar model for this goddamn fish. Like we have to get it in there. <laughs> okay. We'll give you two seconds. That's it. That's all we're going to for literally two seconds. Uh, so look, the
0: audience score was 43% with a hundred thousand, plus ratings. Oh,
1: hundred thousand. So- that might be the most reviewed movie it, we've reviewed
0: it's definitely up there for sure that's what i was maybe thinking one of
1: too. yeah the most well-known ones that we've looked yeah. at and that's why i like doing that like going back to these uh these ones i've always heard about but never actually watched you know
0: so absolutely interesting. The, and honestly this was actually this was a tough one this was a tough one i think and it was really long <laughs> so also yeah, if you're watching this yeah. movie it's very long prepare sit down get a popcorn you know Two hours just...
1: 15 minutes it's not a you got to dedicate yourself to it for sure yeah
0: yeah and uh suspend uh, disbelief or whatever it's called because <laughs> goddamn anyway it looks a like hyper
1: extension of disbelief that's what so. it feels like for this at least yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so guys next week we will do the outsider and uh we're gonna have our boy luke so it'll be all back to normal i hope you enjoyed this one with uh, me and chris
1: yeah we tried to make up for the the loss of our our partner here but um hopefully we did you proud luke And we'll come back stronger as ever in the next episode. So uh, stay tuned. We will never leave you guys again. That was three weeks. It's three weeks. We got a lot of messages, you know, hey guys, what's happening? Why are you leaving us? We depend on your thoughts and your sounds to get through the week, but don't worry. (laughs) We're back. We're not going anywhere. You can make your bed at night knowing that you'll wake up and you'll have our voices to soothe you back to sleep the next day. So. Oh, okay. Well, that that, was all off the top of my head. uh, (laughs) We'll see you next week, guys.
0: Bye. Take it easy.